Hey there, welcome to Cyber underscore underscore, aka Cyberspace. Today I'll focus on the exhibition at the heart of the Cyber Festival, Expanded Realities and Networked Voices. We're talking about a fully virtual exhibition here, which showcases a bunch of brilliant works and experiences from virtual artists across the world. I'm really excited about it. The exhibition was co-curated by Martina Menegon. Martina was also instrumental in the building of the festival, like the actual virtual spaces in which we see the art and performances, but also the social spaces, since Cyber is all about the fun stuff too. Martina is herself a virtual artist and teaches Transmediale Kunst, or Transmedial Arts, at the Angevanta Applied Arts University in Vienna. So when I talked to her about the exhibition working on Cyber, I had to start off with figuring out how do you become someone who works with virtual arts, builds the spaces to display it, and also teaches all of that to aspiring artists. You're Martina, one of our cyber curators uh, for the virtual exhibition, but you're also involved very much in the sort of the grounding, founding, and like building up the festival from behind the scenes. If you could break down what you do for the festival in one sentence, what would you say? Uh, yeah, so for the festival, Cyber Festival, I'm co-creating the virtual exhibition together with Eva Fisher. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm also responsible for uh, planning and building the social VR areas that would be like basically the virtual spaces where people can meet, get together, know each other, get to know new people and basically socializing. Mm-hmm. And what, what kind of formats are the, are the socialization part taking, taking place in? Um, so we are going to mainly use Mozilla Hubs as a platform. Mm-hmm. We really liked we discovered that throughout the 2020, the pandemic, and we used it for friend meeting, but also for a virtual exhibition. And um, it's a really nice tool. It's it's free, it's open source, it's very accessible. Mm. You can enter from any devices. So we thought it's really perfect for a virtual festival uh, to have at least one part of it being on Mozilla Hubs. Yeah, I think it's a really nice idea to have this sort of very casual, more informal setting, you know, around the very like structured parts of the festival too. So it's actually a really important part of it. Something that I'm I'm really interested in to know about you is, you know, how did you get to to kind of where you are now in terms of what did you study, what experiences did you have to get to doing the job that you that you do now? <laughs> yeah, that was quite of a long curve. Um, <laughs> I started um, a bachelor degree in Venice, in Italy. Uh, at that time, the department was called uh, hmm visual and performing arts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was a very interesting approach because I would learn a lot of different tools from photography to 3D to conceptual mm-hmm. art. And yeah, there I discovered basically my basics of what I'm doing right now. So I discovered my love for 3D mm-hmm. and I discovered my love for interactive art. Um, and as soon as I finished the bachelor there, I moved to Vienna and I studied at the transmedia art department. Mm-hmm. Um, which was extremely helpful for developing my own art practice. But also now I'm teaching there, so I, I really could, you know, grow my own practice as an artist, but also as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I mean, I've been collaborating with um, really amazing artist, Klaus Obermeier. He has been my mentor, basically, throughout the last 10 years. Um, so I learned a lot about interactive art from him. And then it was a lot of self 
thought stuff. So I was, I would just open a software and start to play around with it and then do art with it and then teach it to the student wow. uh, in my department. So it, I really like this all kind of bit do it yourself, a bit of experimental, a bit of, you know, making, learn by making mistakes. Mm. Um, and also like community based is a lot of, you know, I, I'm always trying to connect with other artists that work with the same field. Mm -hmm. So uh, throughout the pandemic, I think it was really beginning of March. Um, I just started to discuss with other friends of mine over social media, like what can we do now that we are stuck at home? We don't have exhibitions. And through my network of people, I discovered Mozilla Hubs and social VR in general mm -hmm. and I just dived in I just started to learn how to use it and I started to teach it and so how my students would use it so I, I really could see all different approaches mm -hmm. and yeah and then I'm I mean I knew Eva from before but then we started to really uh, talk about it and we decided to collaborate together and creating first the RF of virtual art and now Cyber Festival, and it's, it has been an amazing 2020, despite, you know, the old tragic and, and not so fun part of 2020. Yeah. There, there was this, this little part of, you know, cool stuff and happy stuff that happened. And I think that this is, a, yeah, right now it's also about finding those spaces for yourself that, you know, create that break and that is not necessarily escapism, but just you have also recreational social element, which is very integral to the work that you do. Do you, yeah. do you think that the digital also offers these spaces of relief in solidarity in a, in, in a efficient way right now, so a sufficient way right now? Yeah, I, I think in a way, yes, in the sense that, of course, you know, social virtual spaces are most of the time open to everyone. So, that comes with pro and cons. So mm. when we say everyone, that means also not the so cool people might enter and might use the spaces. But I think there is a very big and very strong and very, um, very nice community of artists or VR friendly <laughs> or VR interested people. Um, and I've been in some places with them. We would we would go on journeys on virtual spaces together and talk about art, talk about life in general, what was happening. And I think it's gonna grow. I think we have seen the need of you know of existing and um, creating communities in the virtual due to the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And I don't see this disappearing anytime soon. I think this will grow. And you know, it, it's like it's not a new tool. I mean, this has been existing for, for many years, but right. I think uh, we are learning how to use it in a proper way and how to kind of own it and, mm -hmm. and use it for good also. And um, a lot of workshops have been happening on social VR spaces this year, for example, which I found amazing because then, you know, they are open to everyone to enter, mm -hmm. to learn, to dis discuss together. I think that's, that's mainly the point, like you can meet other people from all over the world and discuss topics that are important in the same space yeah. at the same time. And I think this is this is extremely, extremely important today to you know to be able to do that. Yeah. Something that you also said before, which is actually reassuring to hear from someone such as yourself, is that you you learn from you know learn by doing, you're self-taught as well a lot of the things that you've been been working on and learning by mistake. And I think that a festival such as Cyverns and, and, and technology and virtual uh, virtuality focused festivals can be quite intimidating to 
maybe the average person or someone that doesn't feel as equipped for this very huge spike in the digital that we're kind of experiencing right now. Um, what, what would your mm-hmm. advice be to those people who are sort of overwhelmed by maybe cyber or festivals such as cyber that are, are trying to, to, to bridge the digital and to involve and include people in terms of, you know, what would the advice be to them in terms of getting into um, the digital, catching up with where we are right now? Mm-hmm. Well, I think like it's, I always say this also to my students, it's like, don't be afraid, like try, you know, you, it's okay to, to be afraid, but also make the jump, enter, try, do it, work with it. Um, and I think it's like, we have been in front of the computer for so many months right now, uh, a, a little bit of, we, we all have there a bit more than usual. We all might have try new things, whether it's a Zoom meeting that you might not have done before or entering a, a, a virtual space. And I think, um, we need art. We need to. Uh, we need to see art. We need to experience art. And virtual art is one kind of art. And mm-hmm. I would really just say to the people: just try, just click, enter. And I think what is going to be really nice of this festival is that there is such a big community already behind in the team mm-hmm. uh, that is going to be there to to guide the audience. And also, we we are going to provide all different possibilities of experiencing the virtual. So. If you're a shy person, which I am, I have to say, it's not like the easiest thing for me to enter a social VR space, especially mm-hmm. when there are people in it. Uh, but there will be, you know, comfortable situations where you can experience virtual things by yourself. You don't have to always socialize. You don't always have to talk with other people that you might not know. And on the other side, if you are a person that wants to know new people, we will also provide this. So I think... Yeah. Um, we are really trying with Cyber Festival to provide all the comfortable that comes within a virtual space. Mm-hmm. But of course, as an audience, you need to make the, the first step. You need to enter. You need to come and and try and accept mistakes as well. Accept that it might be frustrating if you've never done this before, but it's going to be so rewarding once you have tried. Mm. How, do you, how do you actually manage as a so-called self-professed uh, shy person um, in a social VR, how do you actually, for your, what are your own coping mechanisms within such a social space? Mm, I'm I'm usually always trying to have another person that comes with me. So mm. um, let's say Mozilla Hubs is a different kind of social VR as far as I could tell from my you know journeys around different platforms throughout 2020. It's very likely you would end up in an empty space. So you would be alone looking at things. Mm-hmm. Um, you would need to have an event and go to to actually have people in it. Um, but like, I think the most traumatizing experience for me was when I tried VR chat for the first time I was alone. And there it, it seems to be like, you know, people are so used to in VR chat. So all the users that are there are really engaging. They, they, are, they, they are talkative. So you enter and you would have people like immediately saying hi or following you or role play even. And I, I just like felt super overwhelmed. So I immediately quit uh, the platform and mm-hmm. I just went back with others that I knew. So we organized a meeting. I knew that there were other people with me and somehow, you know, the group made, made it possible for me to also not be that shy in, in a virtual space. Mm-hmm. Although you know, you have an avatar, but then, yeah, you you still hear real voices. You you still see people moving around you. So it it's it's of course is not easy when you're very very shy. But um, 
I think you know friends bringing friends is is uh, is what works the best or yeah. at least for me. It's actually really good advice. I think most people would assume that if we're the people behind the festival, we're the most savvy, the most confident online. I think it's actually encouraging to hear that, you know, even yourself can be shy and, and, and in terms of these virtual spaces that you actually create and understand and are working with. And the fact that that experience also shapes how you've curated this and, and catered to all of the different levels of, of accessibility and also um, understanding, but also how comfortable people feel online. So I'm, I'm really looking forward, forward to that. Um, in terms of the exhibition, um, it's an entirely virtual exhibition. Um, have you ever worked on a format that was entirely uh, virtual for exhibition? Um, I did uh, participate on virtual exhibitions as an, as an artist. Um, I've been part of, I, I think, three or four <laughs> over the years, um, but none of them were, for example, no, actually, all of them were for really virtual art. Just mm -hmm. maybe one was a bit of a mix of like artists that were VR or virtual based artists and others that were not, but somehow kind of rethought the works for the virtual. Mm -hmm. um, so I do have experience as an artist preparing my work for a virtual exhibition. Um, as a curator, uh, yeah, as I was saying at the beginning, I was collaborating with the Soundframe team for creating this area for virtual art. And the goal was really to create a virtual space for virtual art to be experienced. Mm -hmm. um, so that was really my very first uh, approach on curating a virtual exhibition. Mm -hmm. um, and I really love it because I really find out what I appreciate of 2020, like again, to find kind of hope within the, the tragic year um, is that we could really experience art in the native environment. And this has mm -hmm. always been uh, a bit of an issue for me because I, I do love to work with the virtual. I do love to work within the screens and maybe on the internet or, you know, within the virtual realities. But then as an artist, you would always have to bring this outside. You would need to install it in the physical space. And that also shapes your work in a different way, mm. while if you can show it with within the native environment of, of the piece, then it's it's a totally different story. And um, I'm really happy that with Saiva Festival, we can provide such a space for, for artists yeah. that work with virtual. You actually talk about or refer to sort of net, net activists, I think the wording is, um, approaches. What does that actually mean? Um, yeah, we wanted to have in the exhibition not only, you know, it's very common to see virtual works that would be like abstract landscapes, uh, you know, like this escapism, as you say before, uh, places you want to escape to or travel to. But we also realize how important like the Internet or in general also social media has been uh, in the last years to, you know, create communities, but also talk, talk loud. Uh, and we we saw the potential of, you know, using art to talk about topics that are relevant and are important to be talked about. Uh, and especially we were interested in, in seeing how, I don't know, game tactics or the use of social media as an artist could bring those topics up, could, mm. could, could enhance, could highlight, could reinforce um, a community that then feels the need of act, of acting. Um, I think like really also for me as, a, as an artist personally, um, I was always shying away from 
yeah, from political topics in my work, but I think it's not anymore the time to do that. Mm -hmm. I think uh, also as an artist, uh, as a creator, as any person actually, that even that if, if it's not art related, we need to act right. and we need to, to be strong together. And I think the, the net, so the online communities, the internet, social media can help us do that. And I think we will, uh, you know, if, if we look at, platforms that we are using or most of the people are using Instagram, Facebook, they are owned by corporations that are not cool <laughs> to be owned by. But at the same time, they are so important to us to stay connected. And, and, you know, there is a way to own those platforms and, you know, sneak away from what they would like you to do with those platforms. And, um, yeah, we were really interested in, in see the potential of, you know, activism within the internet, within virtual art. What are you most excited to see about this year's, in this year's festival? Not, not necessarily, it doesn't have to be in terms of particular artists or content. It could also be in terms of what's being achieved for the first time with this format. Oh my God, so much. I'm so excited about everything. Basically. Um, uh, I definitely... Um, I'm super curious. So we will have this Discord server for the festival. That's going to be basically our central uh, social area. So where everybody can join, everybody can chat there, everybody can meet others. Um, so I'm really curious to see how a platform like Discord can be used for artistic discourses, uh, because that could be a really nice alternative to, you know, Facebook or Instagram. Yeah. Um, so I'm really curious to see how that platform can can yeah can channel uh, a discourse. Um, I am definitely looking forward to see how people will meet in the social area of of Mozilla Hubs. I, mm. I'm looking so much forward to you know maybe have small parties in there or or meet new people in there. <laughs> um, and I, I mean all the workshops. I mean all the topics, all the conferences, I, I think there is going to be so much to learn yeah. even for, for the team itself. Like, you know, we are so many and we are bringing together the, the all formats uh, that are connected together, but at the same time, you know, there is so much content in the, yeah. in the week of the festival. I'm, I'm just going to look forward to see, to, to be online with yeah. others and experience the old festival with people that were, you know, not part of the team to see how they react, how they experience it, how they learn or not learn. It's it's just like everything of CyberFest is exciting to me at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> the virtual exhibition will be, you know, it will be an intimate experience. It won't be multiplayer. You will be by yourself flying through a virtual space and discovering virtual art. Uh, but we also created in a way that you are not going to be stuck within one platform, but the exhibition not only brings you to a journey of different art, but also brings you to a journey of different platforms to discover and to experience. And I think this is, this is something that I found quite refreshing. I didn't see so many other, either virtual exhibitions or virtual festival, where you would have like, you know, it's kind of jumping between platforms uh, to discover mm -hmm. art. So that's really something I'm also going to um, have an eye on, on how yeah. people felt about it, you know, being in VR, being on desktop, being on mobile, being online, being offline. And <laughs> I'm yeah. really curious to see how this journey will, will affect uh, people that, that, you know, might be new to virtual art.
That was Martina Menegon, one of nine curators of the Cyber Festival. We now turn to the very people who are working on the visual identity of the festival and closely with Martina, and that's Max and Marlena. Your name has to begin with M, apparently, to want to be a digital wizard. I asked Max and Marlena how they're feeling about having worked on this year's festival identity. I would say it was a wild ride, definitely. <laughs> um, because, especially in the beginning, because there were more of us like, okay, we don't have anything, but should we show something? And Maxi was like, no, better not. Um, and that's what, that was best, uh, definitely the better way. Uh, thanks for that, Maxi, by the way, <laughs> after all. <laughs> um, yeah, but like, what do you think? How, how is it for you? Or was it? No, it still is. Wallace, um, mm-hmm. We did something for the, for the submission already and then just kind of liked it already how it was. But then when all the stuff about the festival came together, it was, I think, uh, also with Eva and also us, we thought that it needed kind of a revamp, that we have to rethink it a little bit. Okay. And it did it really well because the, the old version was very spiky and like this, I don't know, it, it had a good look, but it wasn't there yet. So mm-hmm. we kind of started again. And also the way Malene and I kind of work is... Malena is super into typography and knows a lot about it and so mm-hmm. much that it, um, how is it called? In German, you say umfärben. In English, you would say it kind of drops a shadow onto me as well. So now people mm-hmm. coming to me and asking me about type, and I think the other way happens with the 3D things. And I'm always like, I have no clue. I don't <laughs> know. Malena knows it so well. Like, yeah, it goes for both of for us. Me. What's good about it is, is that it shows a lot of trust that we have for each other. So, I mean, for the last festival months, I think we worked more or less separate on the same thing. And I mean, yeah. very slightly, if you look, you kind of see where, who worked on what. But all in all, with us, like this super, I, I, from my side, at least I have the super trust that everything that Malena goes for, it's going to be super cool and that we have this common idea. And I think that we also worked out way back and just like sharpened and then kind of we two worked in super different fields me more for the 3d and moving images and Malena with website and typo and everything that was like uh printed and i think this paths of all we kind of went um, on our own it still felt like all the time okay we got this common idea and the other person still gonna like it yeah that i guess that comes from also like having worked together before so you kind of know what each other's i mean if this was the very first time you had to work on something collaboratively then that's kind of difficult but it seems like you guys have worked out the way of that way that it works for you but it's super interesting for me to hear that you actually do things separately. I would have thought that you're sitting side by side. I mean, it's a pandemic, so maybe not, but at least at, in real time working in the same things and then like going through each step together. But no, you actually have worked on and do work on things separately and then just trust whatever the other person's doing. That's crazy. Have you never like done something completely different to what the other person was expecting? Like that never happened? It's minor, like minor, but then oh. it's always like, hey, let's let's go, let's, get it together again but nothing that was like completely off ever i think yeah and and it's never like in the situation where we go like no i don't like that this is shit um it's more like okay but this and that is cool and we can use it in a different way like it's more like thinking further than i don't know pushing the other person down and i think that's also very very important in that sense That was Max and Marlena, the incredible artists working on the cyber visuals in 2D and 3D. 
You can check out the exhibition that Martina curated together with Ava Fisher and all of the beautiful visuals and rooms and socials on cava.at. C-A-V-A dot A-T. There, you can also take a look back at everything we've been up to on the first weekend of the festival. Or, if you're listening in the future, you can find everything that's been going on at Cyber from now on until all eternity. Now I have a nice little treat for you. It's a teaser from one of the artists from the virtual exhibition curated by Ava and Martina. The artist is Christiana Peshek and her experience, Eden. Before you hear a teaser though, I caught up with Christiana a bit before the festival, while she was in France for work. I asked her about how she even refers to this piece she created for the festival. How would you describe it actually? It's an experience, uh, immersion, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard to 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 name it and I also I like the I like to not name it too much. Okay. Um I like the idea that everyone de- de- defines it for for themselves. Like if it's if it's a treatment, if it's mm-hmm. a if it's a meditation, if it's a guide, if it's uh, eye opening, mind opening, whatever. Mm-hmm. So everyone should choose that um, uh, definition themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do like it. It was born out of the of the fact that one of my exhibitions was cancelled. So it actually should have been an installation in a in a in a former church. Okay. like in a real physical church um and then i thought okay i will i will i will try to create a, a digital experience out of that but i never wanted to use the online space or the virtual space in the same way of how i use an like a, a real environment mm. so i i try to imagine like how else i can use an online space um, and also probably to feel it in a non-entertainment way, as you said, like to make people really choose wisely the moment when they want when they are ready to 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 experience it, instead of like ah okay I just like turn my phone in in uh, entertainment mode like in in horizontal mode and then I'm consuming the content and then I'm done and I move on to the next uh, episode of whatever, but instead. Um, telling everyone okay this is a one-time thing you have to really choose wisely when you're gonna do it because mm-hmm. you cannot redo it now and that really made people like oh yeah okay yeah probably next week i will find some time for it right yeah. uh so of course i'm aware that i'm also losing a lot of users with that because uh, like in our times with so many things happening simultaneously you most probably forget about it but then like also it's nice to see that people really like come back after one month and writing me like hey i finally found time to do it and that was really nice and i i it was uh, it was like expanding also my way of of seeing how to use an online space right yeah and that was my main motivation to create like um uh, a positive way of using the internet in a non-consuming way it's actually the first um presentation within a festival mm-hmm. so i'm really happy that it's also it's a local festival so it's not going to be like, of course it's online but it's still vienna based and i'm very happy because i'm not i'm not uh, working that often in austria so like my works are mainly shown like internationally but not that much in vienna mm-hmm. um so i think it's nice to have it as a part of a of an austrian festival 
Um, and uh, it will, I mean, it still remains the same as it's, it's already set. So it's programmed. Um, but as, as it's an interactive um, experience, every user will anyways experience something different. She has one request for those who interact with her piece. I would love, I, I think this, it's always so hard. Like you, 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 you bring your baby out there and then you, like it's somewhere in the void. And um, like, in, like in physical exhibition openings, you still get like response. You can see like in the expression of the faces, if people like it or not, you might hear some, someone talking about it. But um, with Eden, it's a bit hard because they, if, if no one replies or sends me personal feedback, I have no idea like how is the response. Yeah. So I would be really happy if someone like reaches out to me if they like it or if they didn't just like to give something back or start a conversation about it. Because this is, of course, it's an ongoing project. It's like a part of my big research project. Mm. Um, and I'm very dependent also on the feedback of the users to, to, to develop it further and create new works that go in this direction. And that, that would be my, my big wish for the festival. That was Christiana Peshek. You can check out her piece Eden at cyber.at. But for now, a little clip from Eden, exclusively for the Cyberspace podcast. This is the beginning of a world that replaces all the reality outside. Feel the power of your breath as a proof of your physical presence. You are alive. are existing just beside your personal device. The world you're born in, in constant rotation, is fluid, is falling into pieces. Your physical representation is deeply connected with the reality surrounding you. Bodies carrying the worlds of their holders. Your surface is so sensitive. Every touch applied to your skin is connected to an emotion stored in your brain. Your body is the natural machine that carries your consciousness. But we live 
in at least two bodies. The given and chosen one. With every inhaling breath, your physical body allows you to collect new fresh content to yourselves. With the exhale, you let go of all the worries and negative energy collected and stored in your mind, your bones, your gesture. Let's overcome your given body together on this journey. You may be exhausted or find yourself in a new relation to your device during these exercises. Allow yourself to take a deep breath in and collect all the knowledge you earned until today. Let go with the exhale and be ready to leave all that given knowledge behind. You are also called to leave behind your given name and enter this place that may be called Eden. where you create your journey upon your decisions to face your individual predicted destination. And left and right beside you there will be wisdom and knowledge as you choose your own eternity. Are you entering your life from the dark or from the bright side? Whenever you're ready to make your first decision, I'll be by your side, trustful to your decisions and inner wisdom. Let me and your device stay by your side on your own journey beyond the boundaries of your physicality. At any step of your journey, question, worship, believe, explore, Contemplate, excavate your inner demons. This is the time, this is the space. Now let's breathe together.
Take care and I'll see you next episode where we'll be looking back at the first weekend of the festival, figuring out what went well and, well, what we still need to figure out. Next time, I will be talking to some other guests, amongst whom is Vice Austria Chief Reporter Alexandra Stanich about cyberbullying and online conduct. Maybe I should say bye. Maybe I should say bye. Maybe I should say bye. <laughs> <laughs> um, bye and see you next episode. Bye.